The Funny Five, Doug. The Funny Five. <laughs> the Funny Five. And that's the episode, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and stop. Are you, are you, are you ready? Funny. Expensive. Wanna Whatever. Be happy. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where 30-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. Autism for a kite feels just right. And Jim. This episode is brought to you by Andrew Dice Clay. Today, we cover episode 31, part two of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. In episode 31, part two's title is Doug Flies a Kite. I'm not very tall, plus my dick is small. <laughs> I was going I think, to be doing this for most of the episode, I'm Yeah, afraid. I mean, this is a theme of the episode, is weird rhymes, and actually also kind of that statement <laughs> is part of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mask of a clown makes Baby Dale frown. <laughs> How many of these did you write down? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Uh, is it gonna be enough that when you say all of them right now, are you gonna be stopping, uh, saying other things on the recording for the next, for the, after the first five minutes? No comment. <laughs> A comment Good. of no means soon we will glow. <laughs> and then we will know. God. You can't rhyme no with no. But it's the other no. Does that does that? No, nope, it's not allowed per the rhyming law. I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, Sam's the one who studied English and maybe ostensibly poetry. So theoretically, <laughs> theoretically, in another world, I will oh, still man. always appreciate the time that I went to a class that he recommended that was quite good, and uh, just somebody leaned over during the lecture just to ask me. Hey, uh, is that a picture of... And I did respond, yes. Yes, that's what that's a picture of. Because there's a wonderful piece of classical artwork called <laughs> Lita and the Swan. Who all here familiar with Zeus? Yeah. <laughs> I think we went into this once in an episode. <laughs> yeah. Good fucking painting. Yeah. Wait, so why were you looking at that? Rod. Why were you just staring at that on your computer while someone was talking about someone else? You were just staring uh, please, at Please, it was not stick. my computer, I'll have you know. That was the presenter's computer. He uh, was showing us this is a piece of artwork. It was like bodies and uh, yeah, bodies and minds in Renaissance artwork. Was that the name of the p- class? Jim, why yes, are you going into a probably. sidebar before we've even introduced the episode? <laughs> because it allowed me to talk about a drawing of a swan doing a trick. Fair, fair, good shit. <laughs> there's uh, there's not a lot to the plot of this episode. I think there's a lot going on in there's this There's a episode. lot going on in the background. The plot, insofar as one exists, is Doug flies a kite. Yeah, well, that's uh, the yeah, title. Da- here's what happens. <laughs> Doug's dad builds a kite. Doug adds worthless shit to the kite. Doug's dad take, takes it off. That's it. That's all that happens. <laughs> But it's That's, a dad episode, though. It's our first actual it is the dad first episode. Dad episode, and I and we always have to question whether or not the episode happens when the parents are involved. And I think this one does happen. I think it does too. Yeah, I think it does too. So let's let's talk about it as we get into it. We've waited a long time for the dad episode, and now it is time for us to blow our load. <laughs> Sick. Uh, well, it begins with Doug watching TV. 
Uh, he's flipping through the channels, and everything on TV on every channel is the literal exact same soap opera, just in different languages where everyone is dressed, dressed as a different stereotype. Well, what's really funny about this is it breaks the rule of three about comedy to add a, a Scottish one, where... <laughs> We're in the country Scotland. They speak English. <laughs> <laughs> what language are they speaking in the Scottish one? Like, you can't really tell. Because right, I'm stupid. They speak English, but they just use Scottish, like, um, stereotypical catchphrases. Yeah, phrases. the oh. rule of say three jokes. The three jokes, as we all know, are English, Spanish, vaguely Asian, presumably Japanese. No, it's, it's actually Japanese, because they say, I like you, whatever her name was. It's saying it in Japanese. Hell yes. <laughs> the, and, he, and then, having done that gag, they go for the fourth gag of the Scotsman one, and I'm not even sure what the joke is supposed to be. Everything's the same on TV. It's boring. Yeah. Throwing stones in a glass house there, Jenkins. <laughs> Yeah, Doug says it was the boringest day ever, and that nothing was on TV, and that Skeeter was busy doing chores all day. And so then Doug leaves the living room and goes into, like, the, the entryway, like, where the couch is, where they often hang out, uh, and his dad is in there. And his dad is looking at photo negatives and giggling. He's just, like, pulling them out of a box, giggling, and putting them back. <laughs> Let's take a look at his pornography collection. It kind of feels that way, right? <laughs> Photos of my child make the cops go wild. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, so yeah, he's just like he's just like pulling them out, like inspecting closely and going, hey, and putting them back. Uh and Doug starts running around the living room saying there's nothing to do and asks what his dad is doing. Uh and dad says that he is filing slides from the past 10 family reunions. I mean, I guess they're, like, notable, like, but they're not that many. Like, the box is pretty small, right? He's and he also just, like, at the mention of a kite, makes them all explode across <laughs> the room. Uh-huh, yeah, he doesn't so give a fuck. Not, it's not very important. Right. Uh, it's, it's very funny also that, like, Doug asks his dad to go shoot hoops outside, and dad just goes, nah, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is one of the reasons I think this episode happened. Oh, yeah, I 100% agree. <laughs> it's because he's just like, his dad is just like, nah, obviously, I'm busy. Not looking. busy. <laughs> looking at this porno, Douglas. <laughs> Our family reunion. Go get me McDonald's. <laughs> Be gone, child. Oh, man. And uh, and Doug just like, he, he almost to himself, he says, well, I guess I could start on my boring kite for the Bluff Scout air show tomorrow. Uh, like, well, so why, are they, why don't they call it like a kite competition? Because that's what it is. But they say the air show. Do you think well, that... They, I mean, like, Porkchop has a balloon at the end, so maybe balloons are allowed... Maybe, like, the, are they, like, flying planes, too? Like, is there, like, a plane merit badge? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, uh, like, given what happens in this episode, I'm not sure anybody in this town actually knows what a kite is. I think that's very true. Yeah, yeah I don't think, I think kite is such a, that must be why they call it the air show, right? Because kite is such a fucking generous well, term. Yeah, well, uh, in, like, 
when we see the trophy that Doug's dad has, they call it the Iron Kite Competition. Yeah. Well, but that was like from, that was from a different town. Right. It's, it's like, what, Iron Kite is just like bordering on maybe Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> like it's definitely a joke that ha, oh, it's a kite made of iron, but like Iron Kite is so close to so many like awful German things. Yeah, yeah. like be like Iron Curtain, Iron Kitten. <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) Well, so at the very mention of a kite, when Doug is saying his boring kite, his dad gets fucking amped. Uh, He he throws all the photo negatives all over the room, and he yells, The Funny Five. Or maybe I could... The Funny Five, Doug! At last, The Funny Five! Whoopee! (laughs) The Funny Five, Doug. The Funny Five. The Funny Five, Sam? The five refers to the number of inches in, in. <laughs> his penis. Oh. oh, okay, good. I was a little worried oh, there for a second. Yeah, I was like, wait, you mean in the measurements that he has to make before cutting the kite and making it? No, it's the inches of his wiener. Oh. It also refers to the number of minutes it feels like he says the funny five for. <laughs> Yeah, this is one of the phrases that's burned into my brain from this show. Like still, like before you even watched yeah, this episode. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I knew that. I knew this was coming. <laughs> you knew it myself. five episodes ago. <laughs> the funny five, Doug. The funny five. And then he runs around the room just making an airplane and... <laughs> Which is not a kite. Yeah. yeah. He's making airplane sounds with his air arms outstretched. This is the funny five. Come in, tower. Requesting permission to land. Huh? <laughs> and Doug looks at this like... Oh, my dad had gone insane. Doug, you do this three times an episode. This is the only time Doug's dad has shown any interest in anything, basically. But, like, the best part about this is, so he has never explained what the funny five is to Doug, right? Because Doug doesn't know what the fuck is going on. He doesn't explain it to him now. He just, and this is, like, something that Doug's dad is, like, he's a photographer, right? Like, that's his career. And so you would think that, like, sorting through the photos of the family reunion would be something that he's really into, right? And he clearly is, because at least he's more into it than hanging out with Doug, right? So I guess low bar. Of course. But, like, but, but. So this is something that's like one of the greatest joys of his life, apparently, is the funny five, right? And he has never shared any details of it with Doug before. <laughs> right. No, this is stuff he's interested in. Yeah, yeah. This I, isn't for my dumbass son. <laughs> or maybe it's like only upon when he becomes a man and is allowed to enter the Bluffington Air Show shall I reveal the funny five, right? Yeah, I mean, it's... The other thing is it's like a sequel because he uh, he wielded the funny four. Yeah, 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 yeah. This has been going on for generations. <laughs> Uncle Happy created the funnies one through three. Well, well, I wait. mean, when when he gets that trophy upstairs, he is going through the the, the clown trunk. No, he's going through a, there's a separate trunk. Or wait, no, you're right. That is the clown trunk. Shit. Yes. You're right. Okay. So yeah, it is from Happy's realm Grab the trophy phil (laughs) phil put the trophy on the mantle why have you kept it locked away in the attic for years fly the kite phil (laughs) (laughs) well but no okay let's think about this let's think about how it is from happy's domain 
because I I think there's some shit in there. But okay, but also like okay, so the Phil is running around the room making airplane noises, right? This is very similar to Mr. Shalaki, the guidance counselor, who ran around making train noises in the career episode, right? So yes. is this in this world, is this just what adults do when you discover their like passion? <laughs> I guess. I mean, like, maybe this is why Doug zones out so much, just so he like he has so much time to like free time every time he says something <laughs> like that his dad in- is interested in. He yeah. just goes around and he's like, Well, I gotta do something with my brain while this is happening. <laughs> Thank God yeah. nobody has ever said the word alcohol in Mrs. Wingo's class because that would just be the end of the day. She's going like, Right, she's like, she's like, bourbon, bourbon, bourbon. She's just running around the classroom. Oh my god. That's how they get out of homework. Phil's mom, or uh, Doug's mom is running around the room yelling, reading in bed, reading in bed. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean it makes hotel, sense. Hotel. 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 Oh. I mean I guess we shouldn't judge too much cuz we frequently are just like video games, video games. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's normal and well adjusted. Right. I assume everyone does that. <laughs> that's why it was strange to right, me this in this is a, episode. This is a uh, straight to life recreation <laughs> a very realistic show about expressing interests normally <laughs> podcast podcast <laughs> and then we go about Doug <laughs> about, but we still repeat it just the, about Doug about Doug about yeah. Doug <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man oh you guys are doing that I'm going bourbon 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, well. So yeah, we cut to the title card after Doug just like stares at his dad in disbelief. Uh and so then we cut back and we're in the attic. Uh so here's the part. So Doug's dad is rifling through Uncle Happy's old clown trunk, right? Uh but he says something really weird. He says, Wow, I never thought I'd see this again. And then he pulls out just some fabric, like just like a, a sheet of fabric, right? So, like, is it like an ancestral sheet of fabric? Is this is this like cursed by Uncle Happy? Like, is this is? Oh, wait a minute, because he also pulls out other kite components. He pulls out sticks and glue and a ribbon. Does he have to disassemble the kite because it's cursed by Happy? Like, I think it's the same principle as the varying masks that can be found within the old clown trunk. The Old Cloud Trunk contains precisely what you require, but it always comes at a price. Okay. A kite made of fleece? I'm calling the police. <laughs> God damn it, Sam. No, but like, but why do you think he says, I never thought I'd see this again? It's un- nonsensical. It doesn't make any sense. No, I think it means something. Like, does it mean, does it mean that either he never thought that Doug would have the be a man enough to make a kite that's maybe one interpretation maybe it's two it's that like he swore to lock this away after uncle happy cursed it like i well maybe he was like well i thought kites are cool and since the new generation likes awful things they're never gonna get the kites (laughs) 
Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I I never thought that uh, that that people would be into good things ever again. Now that everyone is just into those newfangled video games, newfangled video games and ventriloquism. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, if Doug has just kept his video game system, this whole episode could have been avoided. That's actually kind of true. The boringest game ever, day ever. Better better play some video games. (laughs) There's even a callback to the video game episode in this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, there's a movie about it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, so he pulls out these things. So he keeps all of this stuff in the clown trunk. See, so yeah, maybe you're right, Jim, that this is just like a trunk of requirement, right? That it just has, like, because why the fuck would you keep glue in your trunk, in your attic? Like, that glue's yeah, probably... That glue's gone bad. It's definitely yeah. gone. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Uh, and he says, like, Doug is like, what the fuck is this? Like, what are, what, why are you giving me these, like, scraps of material? Which aren't a, again, they're not a kite right now, right? It's just, like, it's just fabric and glue and sticks. I've just been screaming, the funny five, for about five (laughs) minutes while I dragged you upstairs and I collected some miscellaneous garbage. And that's what he says to Doug when Doug is like, what is this? He just says, it's the funny five, Doug, and does more airplane. (laughs) And just does more airplane movements. God. (laughs) And Doug asks him if he's feeling okay. Dad Dad pulls out a trophy next and he says, oh, man, I remember the funny four. And I won best overall at the Tri-County Iron Kite Competition. Goddamn. <laughs> Just weird. So, I mean, what were those three counties? What, like, Bloatsburg, probably, maybe Liver City. New, Ham- New Hampshire. Maybe it's <laughs> counties. Counties have their own weird bullshit. Of course. Uh, there's probably only three counties in America here. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> The exclusion zone is why it's the iron kites thing, because in the exclusion zone, the laws of physics function differently. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why they they turned it in. They decided they were like, fuck, well, we have to find a place where we can put all our toxic waste dump. Let's have a kite competition. Whoever wins the iron kite doesn't have to have nuclear waste dumped in their town. Phil is the only reason why there are not more colors of people in town thanks to horrible cancerous lesions. Oh no. Well, and this is like this is like the most that we've heard from Doug's dad ever, right? Oh yeah. Like the only time Doug's dad has ever wanted something. <laughs> Other than, I guess, McDonald's in the first episode. And Doug to go away and not wake right. his sister up when he was running away. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, well, Dad says it's time to build the Funny Five, the greatest kite the town has ever seen. So then this takes it. He's like, oh, man, we're going to build something together, and it's going to be great, Doug thinks. And this takes him into the fantasy zone. Doug and Dad are building an airplane out of, like, pre-shaped sticks that fit into pre-made slots. <laughs> the Ikea airplane. Yeah, like they're building a model airplane, only it's a full-size. Uh, it's bizarre. Yeah, it's a fucking Ikea-ass plane. <laughs> and they, they're, so they're building it using glue because they call out glue a bunch like there's a point where phil is like quickly douglas more glue uh, <laughs> and they're they're using a socket wrench too at one point 
Uh, even though it's made of on, like on wooden like <laughs> insertables. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and they also build fucking jet engines on it. Like, you can see there are, like, bumps in it where there are turbines. Yeah, the next scene is, like, them turning the engine on and the entire thing catches on the fire. (laughs) Aw, dang. If only we'd put more glue in the jet engine. (laughs) If only we'd reinforce it with some slightly stronger sticks. Why did we soak the fabric in kerosene? (laughs) No. Yeah, Why do we use painting. extra flammable glue? <laughs> yeah, because they're like painting the funny vibe on it. And the whole time, like, Doug is like grinning like a fucking maniac. <laughs> like, he's got, they're dressed up in like old aviator garb with like goggles and stuff. And Doug is just like, he's just so into this. He's grinning like a maniac. Oh, and they say, Good job, kiddo. <laughs> Yourself, old man. And there's lots of hugging and handshakes, which, which <laughs> lets you know this is a fantasy. This is yeah. A fantasy. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> that never happens in the, this actual no. scene. Oh shit. And they also never just like talk to each other and express each other's desires. Right. They just like one of them does a thing, and then the other is like, mm, "I don't like that you did that thing." <laughs> Nothing is actually resolved. Nope. (laughs) And nobody says good job to each other. No. Nobody is into what the either one does. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Doug decorates the the kindest part of his, like, alteration. And Doug's dad, the only, like, sort of compliment he says, he goes, well, I guess... It kind of looks cooler. Kind (laughs) of. It looks sort of cool, I guess. (laughs) I remember how, like, back... Like, how many episodes ago was it that Porkchop was in the dog show? Uh, that wasn't that long ago. I think that was, three, like, maybe three, four. Remember there was that yeah. entire episode about how if you're doing a thing for somebody, it should be about them and not you? Mm-hmm. Like, this is a perfect setup for the the dad just makes it all about himself and refuses to understand what's really important about this is that Doug should feel like he has a part in this, and it's not just a thing being done to fulfill the legacy of the funny five. (laughs) Unfortunately, because that would involve suggesting an authority figure did something wrong, this time, no, actually, your job is to be a vessel for your father's (laughs) attempt to recapitulate past glory. And it's actually for the best you don't try to add anything. Yeah, because remember, this is for the Bluff Scouts. This isn't like a town activity, right? This is like Doug doing a thing for his scout troop, right? But it's just like it, Mr. Funny is just like, yeah, this will be this will be my great legacy passed on to you, and you won't have any part in it. Well, at least we know self-absorption runs in the family. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh God! It's in the show Bible, I guess. Yeah, it probably is. It's like right now, written there. It's two oblivious assholes. It just says we're great together. (laughs) They draw the family, the funny family crest, and just one quarter of it just says like dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Says like, oh man, good. Well, I mean, Doug doesn't have any hand in building the kite. No, right? none. He no. just fucking yeah. watches his dad do it. 
Uh, yeah, so that's where we go to next. They cut out of the fantasy to the shed where Mr. Funny is just building the entire thing while Duck stands in the background. <laughs> oh, and he just like he just like rubs some glue on it and he's like, oh, we just wait for it to dry. Uh, and Doug hates how simple it is because it's just like your classic diamond kite that they make, right? Yep. And, it's a real uh, basic small kite. Right. And uh, he says Mr. Funny is just like, Like my science teacher Mrs. Lutz used to say some, Simple design flies just fine. And here come the rhymes, baby. <laughs> and too much wood flies no good. <laughs> Doug's rhyming dad makes us feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> oh... Born on a mountain, raised in a cave, you know the rest. I don't. Trucking and fucking is all that I crave, Mike. <laughs> oh, is that is that a, is that a traditional rhyme? Yes, traditional really? rhyme of my people. Good, good, good. Oh uh, well, Doug, uh, he's just like he's he's pissed that it's not more complicated. He just wants to put more shit on the kite. And the whole time while he's saying this, his dad is just obliviously not listening and zooming around the shed making plain sounds with a ruler. <laughs> it's so good. Because you know this is how every project with Doug ever has gone. Like, you yeah. know during the business episode while he was busy fantasizing, everybody else was trying to get work done. And he's just walking around the room going, cool apartment, cool apartment, cool apartment. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why they didn't care that he didn't say anything for a whole hour. Because they were just like, don't look at him. He's just running around the room yelling about something. <laughs> oh, man. Bourbon, bourbon. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so they're doing this, and Doug keeps saying, like, you know, why don't we just put a tail on it? And he's like, big tails fly like snails. And he just nice. keeps doing it. Uh, nice. <laughs> and then, so I guess Skeeter's done with his chores, because then they go to the movies and Skeeter's there. <laughs> it's the same day, right? Like, it, I, I guess because yeah. it's not. We're not sure. I think it is because, like, he said. He said that the the kite competition was tomorrow, right? And so, like, if it's tomorrow, and it's still daylight when they go to see the movie, and it's daylight when they get out of the movie, so they probably go to like I don't know a two o'clock showing, and so that means he's like maybe Skeeter was doing chores from like. I don't know, for two hours, and that's why Doug was so pissed. Who knows? But they go to the movies. Yeah. I mean, it must have taken Doug's dad, like, five minutes to build this kite. <laughs> the rest was him just running around the room making zooming noises. Yes. <laughs> he was just making zooming noises forever. Uh, and so they're in line, and they're talking about... Everybody's talking about the type of kites that they're going to bring to the competition. Uh... Skeeter says that his is shaped like a tugboat that his dad used to have, and it makes tugboat sounds, and its name is Old Rubber Sides. It's Same. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so then that means that Skeeter's dad is also using it as, a like, a legacy thing, right? Like, he's making it after his old tugboat. 
Well, I mean, like, it can't be too much of a legacy, though, because it doesn't fly, obviously. That's true. So, but maybe it flied before. Maybe they, and they don't know what kites are. Maybe it's just like, oh, yeah, that's a boat. I think maybe it is. I think they're just like, <laughs> they're like, hey, I bet you we could make anything fly. Let's just make a model, right? Right. As long as we just throw up in the air, it'll start, it'll catch the wind. <laughs> Who gives a shit? That only works if Doug says it is. Well, no, I guess it doesn't in this episode. Well, then that conclusively shows that this isn't a fantasy because Doug's plans don't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well... So they say that uh, Chalky says that him and his dad are making a stealth kite, but he's not at liberty to discuss it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Chalky's dad, CIA. He kind of looks like a CIA guy, like an old tiny yeah. CIA guy when we see him later. Chalky's he- dad killed JFK. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's why uh that's why they're so rich isn't chalky one of the rich families yeah his last name is studebaker yeah yeah this is the i mean this is virginia we're talking about probably yeah, it, yeah. langley's not far so it's entirely yeah. possible that uh mr studebaker is a deniable asset who cannot remember where he was on a certain day in texas <laughs> can't remember where he was on 9-11-2001 oh god Hey, you guys remember that time when we were playing Splinter Cell and I kept being like, man, why is this guy talking to somebody named Langley all the time? Who's Langley? (laughs) 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 You guys were like, he's a cool guy for cool people. (laughs) He has your best interests in heart and also (laughs) is a great hookup for cocaine. Of course. (laughs) With some stipulations. One or two. <laughs> One or two. Uh, well, then Roger says, and so Roger specifically doesn't mention his dad in this. And he says that he is making a flying T-Rex that will cream any kite. <laughs> He's got to do it again. They always got to do daily it. Daily two times with two creams in. My notes so- here just say the words dinosaur semen. <laughs> no. But I think it's it's very important that he doesn't mention his dad here because Roger's like this is very clearly supposed to be like a father son event, right? Yeah, and his mom shows up. Sort of. His mom only sort of shows up. <laughs> yeah, she's almost a plot device, but then who couldn't have something happen this episode? <laughs> no, that'd yeah. be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, Doug is just like, man, I want my I wish my kite was cool. And he imagines everyone else's uh, kites battling. Like, he imagines Skeeter's tugboat being, like, a mechanical controller that he's just, like, boating through the sky. Uh, And he imagines Chalky flying, like, this shitty-looking stealth fighter that Roger's kite comes and bites. He spends the next two hours getting mad about kites in his head. He also at no point imagines what his kite would look like. No! extra weird. He just imagines him watching them doing this. He's standing in the middle of all of them as they fly their cooler kites. Uh, And then, so, and then he, like, clearly was just, like, sort of fantasizing about this and barely even paying attention because he wakes up halfway through the movie. (laughs) Like, because it shows in the shot where he's coming back in the fantasy, his eyes are, like, half-closed, glazed over, and then he says, Huh? And then, like, suddenly notices what's going on. Oh, right. right. I'm watching a movie for some reason. (laughs) 
But like, I don't know how he even fucking got in the theater, right? He just, they were just like, ah, oh, Doug's doing it again. <laughs> just hold his hand. Other people having better kites. Other people having yeah. better kites. <laughs> yeah, he's running around the movie theater saying that. Everybody's just like, shut up. And V, and V, and V. God. <laughs> oh man. And uh, I like this new addition to our mythology. It's very definitely. good. That's it is probably what he's doing anytime he's fantasizing is just like screaming whatever he's thinking about without noticing. At this point, it's hard to get through a school day without Doug just softly going horny, horny, <laughs> horny. <laughs> oh man. Maybe other students are also doing that. Kill Doug, kill Doug, right. kill Doug. Oh, that's what Wingo's also saying after she's had her bourbon. Uh, well, so Doug wakes up in the movie theater, uh, and it's halfway through like a Space Monks show. You'll remember that Spanx, Space Monks is the video game that Doug played a while back when he got hooked on video games. Right, right. You may recall and this episode started with, wow, it's bore. I'm bored, there's nothing to do today. I don't know, there's probably... The chipmunk people of Grimlore 5 could probably still use your help, Doug. Well, I'm just thinking that this is the Super Mario Brothers movie of the Doug universe. <laughs> or maybe, maybe, hold on, maybe the reason he doesn't have the console is because this episode takes place before the console episode. And ah, the video it's game the video point. game based on the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, it's not, rather than be him playing Street Fighter the movie, the game, <laughs> which was an actual game. That kicks ass. Uh, I didn't know it, that. It was, uh, yeah, it had, like, live-action characters. Or, yeah, live-action. Yeah. But uh, rather than having that, uh, I think that this episode takes place before the video games episode. And that's why he's bored, because he doesn't have video games yet. Video (laughs) games haven't been invented yet. Indeed. Uh, Well, so he, he wakes up in the middle of that, and then that throws him into another fantasy immediately, right? where he imagines that him and his dad are three-eyed aliens flying a ship that's like a kite, that's shaped like a kite. Yeah, it's like this weird kite slash Star Trek ship thing. Yeah, it's, uh, and it's inside, it's like, it's got wooden steering wheels, like a bunch of pipes all over the place, like light switches, light bulbs, and faucets. It's just like... I don't, know, I don't know, it's supposed to be, like, down-homey, I guess, or, like, sort of... Uh, there's something approaching a joke in there where, aha, it's just a cheap set with a bunch of weird tech, but it's vaguely arts and crafts related, but they don't go all the way there. Somebody thought they were having a good gag there, but it just did not come together. Yeah. So they have to throw the joke in after. They have to say... <laughs> Yeah, and Doug and his dad look like the aliens from Toy Story. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry, son. Battle cruisers are bigger losers. Dad, if you say one more thing that rhymes. Gee, son, you're no fun. <laughs> dad! <laughs> <laughs> then dad, he fucking throws his dad out the airlock. <laughs> in, in Doug's mind's eye, he wants his father to die. Uh-huh. You've exhausted all your grace. Now I think you die in space. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. He throws his dad out the fucking airlock and he puts him he puts him in front of the ship and then takes the wheel of the ship. So he's gonna fucking <laughs> He's gonna fucking run him over with a spaceship while he's in space. I was just kidding! God! God! Intensify <laughs> forward firepower! Yeah! Oh, man. So in all of his fantasies, he's, like, putting his dad in jail or, like, punching his dad. <laughs> or just murdering his dad. Yeah. And they're all utterly impotent fantasies because IRL dad is effortlessly who's superior in all things. There's some psychology <laughs> going on here. Always. Well, so we cut back out of this. And uh, Doug is decides that he maliciously has to go and fuck with the kite. He has to take it into his own hands to make it cool. Uh, and he shows that he's going into the garage. He's going in the shed. And uh, it's like a Frankenstein thing where there's lightning flashing. And he's cutting up stuff. He's cutting up the kite. And he's telling Porkchop to bring him some glue. And Porkchop's all walking like Igor, right? Ha-ha, this goes on forever. Yeah, it's very evil. <laughs> this whole lengthy process and the joke isn't a joke. So remember that? <laughs> remember the thing? Well, it's it's interesting, though, because like the way that he's modifying the kite is not what actually happens at the end of it, right? Like, yes. He's, it's very clear that it shows him cutting the side of the kite with the scissors, which is not how the kite ends up. He's also painting a swath of paint across it, which does not show up in the final product. And he asks Porkchop for glue, which he never uses. <laughs> Maybe he just makes an entirely different kite. It's possible given like, given how much he is allegedly changing here, that it's possible he's done multiple revisions. Because... Eventually, he, he, sh- he pulls it out, and he's turned the diamond into a triangle, which is much cooler. <laughs> he put flames on it, too. Yeah. <laughs> he drew sick flames on it, labeled it the funny five, and then taped two triangles to the side in order to make it one big triangle. I like how he's, he's, he didn't have any objections to the coolness of, coolness of the name, The Funny Five. <laughs> yeah, definitely. C- come on, man. <laughs> I am the inheritor of a vast legacy, something that literally anyone here would care about, right? Wait, no, dad grew up in a completely different town and this has no meaning to anybody? <laughs> But I will be the one that takes our legacy to a new age. No one, this will be the funny one after today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a new legacy begins here, father. <laughs> yes. I wonder if they just called it, it, I wonder if they called it the funny one or just the funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first time around. <laughs> Did you That's honestly true. forget to name your kite, Phil? <laughs> Oh no. Well wait, okay. Do we think that the funny one well we've been talking about how Uncle Happy has made revisions of it, but do we think that the funny one was like his great great grandfather who made the funny one? Like was yeah, I'm this just imagining it's Pilgrim Doug making it? Oh yes. shit, did this happen? Remember when we talked about like how Bluffington was founded? Maybe this was also like similar in that time and like 
Uh, you remember that, like, when the History of Bluffington play happened? Yes, was, did the yes. funny one take place during that time? Yeah, the funny That's one was used to uh, scout out positions ahead of the uh, operation Cut Down All the Trees, <laughs> wink, wink. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, God. It's it was like used the to banner. signal that it was safe to advance and start in the clear cutting <laughs> that's why they call it the iron kite yeah <laughs> oh no because it had a sword on it yeah 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 <laughs> oh god and this is phil's legacy that he continues on oh well it's like Doug the civil wants- war reenactors only it's all gotten really weird and abstract right oh jesus man well <laughs> So then they take it outside. Uh, they take it out the shed. It's time to test it out. It's in the middle of the night that they're doing this. Uh, and they keep, Porkchop keeps throwing it off of higher and higher surfaces, and it just keeps not flying. His dog gets on the goddamn roof to throw the kite <laughs> off. <laughs> like, Doug lets his dog climb onto the damn roof of the house. And wait a minute, hold on. So nobody's noticing this, right? Like neither, none of Doug's family is commenting that this is happening, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but also like we see that the lights are on in the house and one of the surfaces that Porkchop is throwing it off of is directly next to a window that has a light on. So it might be directly outside of his parents' bedroom. He just <laughs> sees Porkchop throwing a kite and he's like, oh yeah, Porkchop's making a kite too. <laughs> Boy, Porkchop's kite sucks. Yeah. Porkchop, I mean, the episode does end with Porkchop flying a balloon, <laughs> yeah. which is famously not a kite. Uh-huh. Yeah, and not a thing you can really pilot. And not a thing that a dog can make. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, they're, they're Remember back when there was that entire episode about how Porkchop doesn't have any talents in Doug's eyes? That was yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> the dog flies a kite indoors. There you go. That he made himself. <laughs> it's a good talent. Oh, man. Well, so it doesn't work. And Doug's all embarrassed. So he hides the kite from his dad and they just take it to the, the, the meetup in secret. The way that he hides the kite, by the way, is that he folds it up. And puts it in a blanket. Now, since it's made of, like, sticks and shit, you would think that folding it up would, I don't know, break the sticks, <laughs> ruin it as a kite. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yep. fortunately, as is constructed of materials provided by Uncle Happy, the basic laws of physical engineering do not apply to it. Yeah. If you apply clean. it to your face, it will capture your last breath. <laughs> yeah, it molds to whatever surface you need it to. <laughs> oh God, it can it can uh, hold a bunch of material within a pocket dimension of cer- of a certain amount of meters across. It can work as a mask in a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you put it on your face, then eye holes get carved out of it without you doing it. Except for the eye holes are perfectly inky black and reflective. Yeah, and are the exact shape of your eyes. <laughs> yes. Oh. And then you can't take it off but can fly. <laughs> oh, shit. What I'm saying is, please, put the kite on, Doug. <laughs> Indeed, Doug. 
got the kite on. <laughs> well, so they get to the park, uh, and everyone, everyone's there. Like Mr. Dink is hanging out with uh, Chalky's dad and uh, Skeeter's dad, and then uh, Doug and his Doug and his dad show up. Uh, <laughs> and Doug says, or Mr. Mr. Funny says, a very fun line of. <laughs> Great day for flying, eh? Who's ready to get creamed? Me, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, man. Oh, no, not again. Every episode, it just gets more and more brazen. Yeah. (laughs) Just just broing out with my fellow dads. Yeah, hey, other dads. Who's gonna get... God. (laughs) And uh, I also like that their license plate says (laughs) Fun-E. And, and later we'll see that Roger's mom license plate says clots. <laughs> so I think everybody's license plate is <laughs> maybe, just... The... Uh, that's maybe how, that's how they do uh, vehicle registration here. Yeah. <laughs> and the regular spelling of funny was already taken, so they had to change it to fun-e. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Well, Doug thinks to himself, he says, man... All I could think about was, why couldn't I be Mr. Valentine's son instead? <laughs> he imagines himself as different skin colors. Yeah, Completely normal. Different skin colors and being allowed to talk in different ways. <laughs> yeah, he says, like, Skeeter's phrases. Like, he says... Yo, Dad, cool kite! He imagines being chalky and having his dad... <laughs> And then he imagines being Mr. Dink's kid. <laughs> Which he basically is already. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> but he just imagines being like a goonier version of himself. <laughs> You're right. Hey, Father. Thanks for the terrific kite. The other thing about that is like Doug's physique works a hell of a lot better as Mr. Dink's son. Yeah. Like because Phil, Phil is a not animated as a particularly stocky man. Doug is animated as that his weird little 50-year-old pot belly is not present on his father. And so it kind of works if purple Doug is sitting there with his 10-year-old pot belly compared to Mr. Dink's gigantic purpleness. Right. Doug should have been Mr. Dink's son. It would have made more sense. <laughs> I mean, he basically is. more... Yeah, there's there's more episodes where Mr. Dink is Doug's dad than there is Doug's dad being Doug's dad. Yeah. You have the dad as the wacky character and the long-suffering mom who can provide the more... Like, this was, like, fucking hell. That was the entire dynamic for the Berenstain Bears. Right. Like, this was a well-worn approach. Like, fucking hell, that was even The Simpsons. Like, well... Then they had to do something different and cool. <laughs> different and cool by having their parents be at the hotel every goddamn week. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. Very cool. Uh, but it, but then, it, like, he never imagines being Roger's dad's kid, right? Or even Roger's mom's kid. He doesn't imagine mm-hmm. being Roger, even though he was most jealous of all of Roger's kite, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's just like, Roger... He doesn't want to imagine himself being poor. Or he doesn't want to imagine himself, like, 
not having a father figure to look up to. He doesn't imagine himself like he doesn't imagine he doesn't want to imagine himself uh like having uh being in a matriarchal society. Is that it? Doesn't want to <laughs> himself in a matriarchal society, doesn't want to imagine himself having power, doesn't already <laughs> imagine himself as Skeeter, so it doesn't really count. The list goes on. <laughs> true, true. Good point. Well, so he comes out of this, uh, and all of the dads come over to Doug, Doug's, uh, Doug's kite, and they just start, like, making fun of Doug's kite, like, Doug's dad's kite. They're just like, Say, what you got under the sheet, Phil? Too small to be a kite. <laughs> a kite that's small cannot fall. <laughs> it's the funny five. Yeah. Five is respectable. Oh, no. <laughs> they they're just like the they uh, like they're just sitting there making fun of the size of his dad's kite. Yes, his kite. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you guys ready to get creamed? <laughs> it's not the size that counts, it's the motion in the sky. And the volume of cum it produces. <laughs> that's what he says. All the, as all the dads leave, he says, You guys just wait. Today's the day you meet your fate. <laughs> well, it's funny, too, because he's... I think Doug's dad is the only one that actually knows what a kite is. Yeah. <laughs> how they build all the other kites. I mean, Chalky's dad sort of knows what a kite is. Sort of. Right? Yeah, but it doesn't fly. It actually, well, does it? I thought it sort of did, no? No, no you're right, it doesn't. They for... all fall down. Uh, well, so then they just, like, put the kite on the ground for some reason, right? It just, like, is on the ground now. Uh, and then Roger's mom's truck is about to back up over it. The truck also says, keep on crushing, written on the back. <laughs> Who am I, <amongst> us? <laughs> That's Roger's mom's motto. Um, <laughs> and she and, and it also says clots as her license plate. It's very good. Uh, and they 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 like back up. She keeps backing up. Uh, and Doug is worried. He's like, I, I just couldn't do that to dad. It wasn't his fault that the kite flew like a chair, which it wasn't. It was a totally Doug's fault, right? Like, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> but like, this is where the tension is supposed to lie, right? And it's, uh, it does briefly, it, but it's like so brief, right? Yeah. There's no time to like, you know, contemplate it. Right. It's just like, oh, whoop, whoop, whoop. And he goes, no, 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 yeah, stop the car, stop the car. But, like, that was, like, his, it was supposed to set, be set up at, like, his moment of, like, getting out of it because, oh, no, the kite is broken, right? But they, like, barely go into that at all. Mm-hmm. They had to have very necessary extended Frankenstein bit. Yes. Instead. There's a, a much bunch of just part. raw dragging the episode out scenes. Right. Nothing is gained during them. It's just. Even they weren't confident in their ability to stretch this one out. Well, Doug says that uh, he finally comes clean to his dad as his dad takes it back. And he's like, look, I, I worked on it last night as his dad sees how shitty it is now. He's like, I worked on it last night and I thought it would be cooler. And I tried to tell you, which he didn't. No. I tried to tell you, by which I thought really hard about how it would be a good idea to tell you. So 
Well, maybe he tried to tell him by having Porkchop throw it off the roof next to their bedroom window, which was the closest thing that maybe his dad would notice because it was kite-related, which is the only thing his dad listens to. <laughs> maybe. Oh, damn. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and he says that uh, that it's it's, you know, oh, man, but it doesn't fly. And his dad is like, well, it does look cool, I guess. <laughs> Just awkward and quiet and terrible. Yeah, neither of them really explain each other's perspectives to each other. No. Yeah, no, Doug never says, like, the reason he wanted to make that modification was because it looked plain. And his dad never says the reason the modifications don't work is because you put things in a place where there shouldn't be. He just says that the sticks are heavy, right? Yes. <laughs> That's all he says. They he, neither get gets their point across to each other. Not at all. And he so his daddy like he's like oh well how would I just take off these fins and he just rips the tape off and takes the fins off. Uh, and he's like well this will let it do stunts because it's a fighter kite. <laughs> <sighs> oh did I forget to tell you that he tells Doug. <laughs> also it's not a fighter kite. No, it's it's, it's like a the most. Kite. It's, it's just a kite. Yeah, kite. no. There's a very important ingredient to fighter kites. Fighter kites are a real thing, and they are designed yeah. to get into kite fights. You have a sharpened edge of the kite, and you use that to cut the strings of other kites. It also needs two handles so that you can make it go left or right and actually control the direction it goes, yeah. as opposed to just one string. <laughs> <laughs> But Doug is fucking amped about it now. He's like, wait, it fights? I love fighting. Stunts? <laughs> It'll cut blood? Because I, I remember, like, was it Doug, like, amped about submarine warfare yes. in the one, like, naval combat in the Dink of the fishing episode? This is, wait, this is actually the exact same plot as the Dink fishing episode, right? Of, like, yeah, it's, not, it's not fancy enough, right? This is the exact same plot as the Dink. God damn it! <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, <laughs> he also wait. He also asks. He says, "Wait, what's a fighter kite?" And there is no reply from Phil. <laughs> I don't really know, Doug. <laughs> it just cuts He's to the next making scene. It up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Wait, I know my son is a vicious killer from that time that he punched Dink in the stomach." <laughs> Right? Oh, man. <laughs> well, we cut to a lineup of the different kites. Uh, Roger is there, but Skeeter and Chalky are not. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of, like, the kites are, the kites are laundry, a cloud, a bird, a UFO, the funny five, a mushroom, a cow, and a vote for me stamp, which is not held by the mayor. So, it's held by, like, a challenger to the mayor, maybe? Maybe it's, maybe it's Tippy's. <laughs> right. It's Dink's tip there, right? Yeah, but Dink isn't holding it, so maybe it's, like, Tippy's running mate to be. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the libertarian candidate. Oh, yeah, well, right. Tippy is the libertarian candidate. Right, right. Maybe yeah. it's the green candidate. Yeah, exactly. Green Might candidate. just be, I'll just arbitrarily say it's a Ross Perot. Like, every once in a while you see somebody who has, like, a vote for such and such sticker on, like, years after an election. And it's just yeah. one of those absolute signs this person is, is to be treated at a safe remove. 
Yeah. So I mean, I, the only the only reason I say this is because that that's always what that's the mayor's catchphrase, right? Yes. Is vote for me, wear white. So this is this is, is uh, some kind of challenge. Is Willie there somewhere? No, he's not. Like an, okay. It's not Willie holding yeah. the kite either. <laughs> Goddamn. And so I even looked further into this. I looked at who was across from Roger. Like who's the one who's holding Roger's kite, right? In this scene. Uh, because I was like, wait, is it going to be Roger's mom? It is not. So Roger's mom drove him here, but Roger is not letting her help him, right? Roger's mom doesn't show up for the rest of the episode other than dropping him off. Uh, but there is a man who's holding his kite. And I don't know if this is supposed to be Roger's dad because he is like a dark mustard yellow color, uh, which is, and Roger is green and you know that they got to do the same colors in this, in this universe, right? <sighs> yeah. So maybe it's like Roger's mom's boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I didn't even look at it. I didn't see who you're talking about. I'll have to go back. Yeah, uh, I did not catch any of this. I, that, at this point in the episode, I was just like, my eyes rolled in the back of my head. And I was just like, it's almost over. Well, I paused it and freeze framed and walked through every frame <laughs> to see who was. I lined up the strings of the kite because it actually like has to trans. It's a pan shot that goes from the left and the right. And I went frame by frame to line up the strings of who was holding Goose Kite. <laughs> There are also ten kids and eight dads. <laughs> so two people just like, no one's holding their kite. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh no, their dads are ghosts. The dead are allowed to assist you in this one. It's possible. Oh, well. So the only kite that flies is Doug's. It's the funny five. It's the only one that's actually a kite. Right. It's the only Mr. one. Mr. Dink set up this entire scout meetup thing to fly kites and didn't bother telling anybody what a kite was. Well, I think he had that plan because also the way that they all fly their kites is they all stand exactly side by side, like less than a foot between each of the boys, and they're all pulling strings that would have probably be caught by the wind, so they'd all immediately get tangled up in each other's strings, exactly. right? <laughs> so Absolutely. I think part of the plan is that the majority of them do not take off because <laughs> otherwise they would all just get tangled, right? <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. Also, going back through this, uh, Doug only has like one string coming out of his, uh, like the what the receiver or whatever. But yeah. it's the funny five is connected by two strings, <laughs> so it is supposed to be a stunt kite. But he only has one control for it. Right, that rules. Probably because Phil was just like, "Oh shit, oh uh, yeah, it's a fighter kite." And he just like, uh. stuck another string and glued it to the other string. You can control it by doing this. <laughs> oh, man. Well, everyone is sad that none of their kites fly except Doug's, because obviously. Uh, and so maybe it's just that the stunt is, is that it actually flies. <laughs> maybe that's the kite stunt. <laughs> um, well, they all come to Mr. Funny for advice. And Mr. And, and Skeeter, oh yeah, Skeeter's dad doesn't give a fuck that his kite's night flying. Skeeter is just like sitting by himself holding his kite. Skeeter's dad is like, I don't know, it's sitting there and it's belching smoke. I don't know what else you want out of these things. <laughs> just like a tugboat, Junior. <laughs> Put the kite on, Junior. He's just, Put the kite he's in just the water. Confused. Yeah, he's confused. He's like, where's the water, Skeeter? <laughs> yeah. Skeeter, you told me this was taking place at the lake. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were building boats, Skeeter. 
<laughs> well, so Mr. Funny goes over and he's like, hey, why don't you take the tires off of your kite? <laughs> <laughs> a light kite. Oh. <laughs> a light kite flies just right. <laughs> and then Chalky can't find his kite. And he says, you just make it. Because it was it. a stealth kite. You get it? <laughs> Even though it's attached by a string. <laughs> and it's black. Yeah. You can see it really easily against, you know, a blue sky and a yeah. green, like, grass. Yeah. Chalky's well, just yeah. trying to establish some cover while his father goes off and assassinates. I don't fucking know. <laughs> right. His, his father, father has to go meet up with Timothy McVeigh and get him some high explosive. <laughs> oh. Oh, he says a light kite flies just right, and then a bright kite stays in sight. Uh, <laughs> so Doug says, well, it turns out that Dad knew what he was doing all along. I was, strictly speaking, not necessary for any part of this episode, and in fact only lengthened it with my being an idiot. Yeah. None of my concerns were meaningful in any way. If I would have just sat around and been a good boy, nothing would have changed. Well, Porkchop uh, is then he's flying his own kite balloon that looks like himself. Uh, <laughs> sure. Sure. And then and all the other kites are now magically flying, even though they haven't made any changes to any of them. Yeah, well, the only one they made changes to was Skeeter's, because his is completely gone now. It's not a tugboat at all. It's just a pair of pants, which is flying somehow. <laughs> He's flying a pair of pants, I guess. Uh, and <sighs> Doug says... The funny five was the simplest kite there, but it's the one that did best in the air. Ah! Now he's got me doing it. And then Porkchop winks. <laughs> and that's supposed yeah, to be a joke. That's it. That's and it, and that's it. <laughs> Life is meaningless. <laughs> so what's the moral here? Is is it to listen, listen to, to father? Yeah, unquestionably venerate authority. Any questioning of authority will only result in pain and agony. Yeah. And if your dad is super into planes, then maybe this is your chance to one chance to bond with him. Just let him have his thing, Doug. Yeah, this is your uh, chance to bond with him by letting him do exactly what he wants to do and not trying to contribute yourself at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, because he could have just asked his dad. He's like, hey, can we decorate it? And his dad probably would have been just like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. You can draw on it, I guess. Yeah. No, you'll ruin it, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to check with my dead brother's soul on this one. He occasionally gets touchy about such things. <laughs> it's all right by me, Phil. <laughs> yeah. You can do it if you bring the mask. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, so that's it. <laughs> Did we call this one here? You got anything else? Yeah, that's that's good. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us on another episode of the Funny Papers. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. May I have a cream? It would be my dream. <laughs> no. Creamy dream. <laughs> no.